0: Hello and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. My name's Martin, your host for today and every single day and also the only one who works on these things. I really appreciate all those people who are out there following the podcast and sharing it. It really goes a long way to getting others to find out about the podcast. So please, please, please keep it up. Now, the other thing I'm really looking for from everyone is some ideas. If you've been listening... For 70 episodes. You must have an idea at this point of something that you want to see happen on the show. So just send me a really brief idea and I'll turn it into a story. The only one we've had so far was someone who wanted a story about a happy dog who goes on vacation. We turned that into a whole episode. I have every confidence that I can do it. Email and Facebook links are in the description, so just check them out there, and have your parents send me your ideas. Now we're on to episode 71, the Unicorn Diversion. And if you recall from the last full episode we did, you went to the unicorn planet, turned into a unicorn, and did a bunch of unicorny stuff before falling asleep on a cloud, and that's where we're going to pick up today. Now just get as comfy as you can, cozy up with that blanket and that pillow, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up on a very comfortable cloud. You press on it with your hands a little bit, and you're just amazed by how soft and fluffy it really is. You slide off the cloud onto the ground. Rainbow Dash and Starfire wake up as well. How did you sleep? Asks Rainbow Dash in your head. I slept well. How about you? Good, Rainbow Dash says. That's awesome. Well, I think I better get back home. I haven't slept at my house in a while and... I don't know if that robot who's pretending to be me is up to anything. He's sometimes a little weird. That's a good idea. I'm sure your friends and family miss you, says Rainbow Dash. Yeah, probably, you say. Let's get going. Can one of you give me a ride back to the portal? I can says Rainbow Dash. You climb on back of Rainbow Dash the unicorn. Rainbow Dash spreads her wings and begins to lift off into the sky. Spaceship, still in the form of a tiny toy spaceship, flies beside you. You take off into the air and fly high above the unicorn planet. You look down at the purple, pink, and blue trees, the beautiful water, and you pass through white, fluffy clouds that taste like cotton candy if you open your mouth. Before long, you come to where the portal is on the unicorn planet. Rainbow Dash lowers down to the ground and folds in her wings. You jump off of her back and you say goodbye. Spaceship set a course for home on the portal. Understood, says Spaceship. Course said. Suddenly, the portal lights up a bright blue color that looks kind of like flowing water. You and Spaceship jump through the portal you're suddenly transported into a huge wormhole with bright colors on every side floating directly in the middle but this time something strange happens as you fly through the wormhole strange sparks suddenly shoot out in front of you and then the wormhole splits into two different directions Instead of going in the direction it looked like you were going to go, you suddenly get sucked down another path to the right. There's weird sparks all around you on the walls and you're not really sure what's happening. But after a while, you come to an exit. You fly out of the portal and land on the other side. You open your eyes and look around. You're on some sort of planet, and there's a village around you, and, oh no, you realize that you've been taken to the snake planet. Welcome back, says a voice. Oh no, it's the zookeeper, you say. The creepy guy who abducted all of those aliens and animals from different planets who you eventually defeated and forced to stay on the snake planet that's right says the zookeeper I recreated a portal out of all of the technology around and then I redirected you here (laughs) ha ha says the zookeeper. Yes, says another snake creature who comes up beside him. We all wanted revenge on you. The snakes are very unhappy that you trapped us here. Well, at least some of us are, says the snake. You remember that a while ago, you also moved all of the snakes from the center of the Earth to the snake planet because they weren't really being the best citizens of Earth. Now, we plan to strand you here. So, we hope you have fun, says the snake. Suddenly, A net shoots up from below your feet and pulls you up into a tree. Spaceship, get me out of here! Under, Says Spaceship, suddenly being cut off. You realize that one of the snakes has hit Spaceship with some sort of special ray, and Spaceship's fallen down to the ground and turned off completely. The zookeeper picks up the Spaceship. Now let's see how you like being stranded on this planet," says the zookeeper. The snakes lower you down to the ground in your net, then they attach you to the feet of some sort of giant bird. The bird begins to flap its wings and carries you high above the snake planet and far away from the village and the gate that the snakes and the zookeeper rebuilt. They keep Spaceship there and you become a little bit worried. Changer, are you here? Nothing answers. Changer must still be in Spaceship. Oh no, you think. Before long, the bird lands at the top of a mountain far, far away from the village. So far that you're pretty sure you'll never be able to walk there if you can even remember what direction it was in. And the mountain's so high with cliffs on every single side that you're not sure you'll ever get down. The bird flies away into the distance as well. (sighs) What am I gonna do? First, you decide to get yourself out of the net. You see a sharp rock sitting beside you. You pick up the rock and you start scraping away at the ropes of the net. Bit by bit, you break them apart and you create a hole in the net you climb out of it and you stand up and look around cliffs on every single side no spaceship, no changer (sighs) no you decide that the best thing to do is to calm down a little and really think so instead of freaking out you take a minute you sit down at the top of the mountain you start taking deep breaths and relaxing your shoulders you notice anywhere else you're holding tension and with each breath you just let it go and melt away from your body You focus on your breath as it goes in and out. Just letting go of all thoughts. And anchoring on that simple thing. And then you just let the inkling of the thought trickle into your mind. A thought about how you might get out of there. Then you just let it sit there. And as it sits there, ideas begin to come to you. You begin to remember things that you probably wouldn't have remembered if you were panicking. It's sometimes important to clear your mind and get yourself into a place like this to really figure out the right way out of a situation. You remember that in your pocket... You have your staff. And with your staff, you can do magic. So first thing you reach into your pocket and pull out a very tiny wand. Already in a focused state, you begin to believe that the wand is bigger and it begins to grow until it's the size of a full-size staff. You stand up from the ground, tilt your head to the right and then the left. Then you stomp the staff into the ground, holding on to it with both hands. The best way off a cliff is probably to fly. You haven't done it too often, but you did do it once before. You try to close your eyes and get to a place where you remember what it felt like to fly. The feeling of weightlessness, just allowing you to lift off the ground. And the fact that you've done it before makes it a little bit easier. You find that place and you allow the power to transfer through you to the staff. And you begin to float up off the ground very slowly. You shoot yourself up in the air and back towards the village. You fly high above the clouds, feeling the wind against your face. It's thrilling to fly like this. You feel very free. Before too long, you see the village in the distance and you head down towards it. You try your best to keep your focus as you fly back down towards the ground. And you come up with a plan of how you're gonna stop these creatures. So as you fly, You begin imagining yourself going faster and faster and faster. Then you let go of a huge burst of energy, and just as you land on the ground, you stop time around you by switching to a new speed of existence where everything is much, much slower than you are. You look around the village, then you see a whole bunch of snakes. Some of them look like they're stopped in mid-argument. You wonder if they're arguing about whether or not they should leave the planet. Some of them are packing up their stuff and others are heading towards the gate, but about half of them seem to be staying behind on the planet. You walk through the crowd of snakes back towards the gate and there you see the zookeeper holding your spaceship. You walk over and you take a hold of spaceship and pull it out of the zookeeper's hands. Then you decide the best thing to do is to destroy the gate. When you're moving at this speed, it's very easy to break things. You walk over to the gate, pick up your staff, and swing it at the metal round circle. It easily breaks. You hit it on all sides, breaking it into tiny pieces. Then you see some rope in the distance. You grab the rope and you move around to each of the snakes that looks like they're packing up or leaving the planet. And one by one, you wrap them up in the rope and tie them up. When they're all completely tied up, you go to the front of the line, you slam your staff into the ground once more, close your eyes, regain your focus and allow yourself to slow down to the speed of everyone else once again everyone stops and looks at you and then because they're tied up they all fall over what are you doing says one of the snakes how did you do this You were supposed to be stranded, says the snake. Yes. How did this happen, says another. Well, I see you've gotten better at magic, says the zookeeper. If you think this will stop us, it won't. If you leave any shred of technology on this planet... I'll turn it into something to get my revenge, says the zookeeper. Well, you say, I guess I just can't leave any technology on the planet then. You look down at Spaceship, and you press the button on its side once again. It powers up and flies up beside you. Spaceship. Get some robots to find every piece of technology on this planet. Every circuit, every wire, everything. That is not advisable, says the spaceship. Much of the planet depends on technology to produce food and other things needed to live. (sighs) Well, I wonder what else we can do. Every time we leave robots or something here, they just turn them into something else to get us back with. I suggest moving the zookeeper and the snakes who are against you to another part of the planet, removing all technology but leaving a large store of food. I guess we could do that, you say. Well, let's get on it. Understood. Spaceship flies up in the air and starts to glow. It grows into a full-size spaceship, and its back hatch opens up. Out of it flies a whole bunch of little robots. Each one picks up one of the snakes and the zookeeper, and they fly off to the other side of the planet. Another set of robots bring a huge store of food and fly after them. I tried to leave them with all the things they'd need, but they just keep taking advantage of it. "'Thank you for not taking all of us,' says another one of the snakes who's left behind. "'We love this planet, and we want to make it our own.' says the snake. Well, that's good. But if you can do me one favor, you'll make sure all of the other snakes have food and whatever they need, but never let them touch a piece of technology again. Understood, says the snake. We better get out of here, you say to Spaceship. Soon all of the robots return and fly back into the ship. You, once again, focus your powers and allow yourself to fly up into the air and land in the back of the ship as well. The hatch closes behind you and spaceship immediately takes off into space and then shoots off into super hyperdrive when it's ready. You put your staff up against the wall and head to your bedroom you climb into the bed once again you pull the covers over top of yourself you close your eyes and you notice anywhere you're holding tension starting with your legs and your arms your stomach and your chest and last your face and your head, just letting yourself sink down into the mattress and drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone.